episode 109, Gaming News. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board gaming, tabletops, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm Brian, co-host of The Games We Play and co-founder of The Games We Play. This week, guest hosting is my wife, Emily. I'm Emily. Welcome back, Emily. This is episode 109 of The Games We Play. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. And for the returning listener, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about uh, what's been on our table. So that's some some games that we've been playing. We're also going to be talking about some love and hates. And then uh, there there may or may not have been a special announcement by Fantasy Flight Games this week that I'm pretty excited about. So we'll talk about that as well. Spoilers it's it's called a uh, it's called a tease so you'll have to listen okay. in and find out yeah. what game i'm talking about i'm not going to tell you although you could probably google fantasy flight games but that doesn't matter all right so before we get into it emily how have things been going for you oh they've been going okay <laughs> how are things going for you <laughs> good thank you this is this is great chatter. It's a little weird because we know obviously how things have been going with each other's lives because we see each other every single day. All the time. Yep. Sleep right next to you every night. Um, anyway, so things are going well in our lives. Uh, summer is in full bloom. We've been figuring out this whole nanny schedule thing with our son since he's out of school and good stuff. Just figuring it out. And it's been so stinking hot and he yeah. always wants to go outside and be yeah. outside. Oh, my word. I think you've already been sunburnt like three times already. Yes, this I think year. so. You would think that it, by now I'd just be tan, but each time I just keep staying out longer, so I just get more. That, that's even with sunscreen. This, yes. Today we went to the pool, and I applied sunscreen SPF fifty twice, and I still got sunburned. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty hot, but uh, we're managing. <laughs> Not the sunbirds. Well, the sunbirds are hot, I imagine. But uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Well, hopefully everybody else's summer is going well. Hopefully everybody's adjusting to their new schedules and getting games in. I know we have been getting some games in. So we're going to go ahead and get into what's on our table. All right, what's on our table? Segment where we talk about games that's been on our tables. We give a brief overview and our thoughts on them. So, Emily, what is your first game on your table this week? Well, we actually played one of my topish games earlier in the month, or like, well, earlier than what we have been doing. Uh, you mean two days before then the month? Yes. For <laughs> June, we decided it would be Carcassonne. So we had that on our table the other day. And by we, her. <laughs> I decided it was going to be Carcassonne. So we had that on our table, which is a nice little tiling game. Both of my, well, not both, but two of my games this week were totally blast from the past, like circa 10 years ago. Circa 2011. Circa my gateway games into the gaming hobby. <laughs> Some of our earliest games that we've actually owned. Some of our first yes, ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody hasn't played Carcassonne, what's the what's the game like? Yeah. So basically you have a bag full of tiles with um, roads or cities or citadels. 
and you pull the a tile out of the bag and you place it down and you have to either line up a road or a city and then there's different scoring components to like how big your city is, how long your road is, all that kind of stuff and you can have a farm and then it's whoever has the most victory points at the, the end. We all just go around the table taking turns pulling a tile out and placing it. And then if you complete the road or complete the city, you you score immediately. Otherwise, yeah. you keep your workers or whatever meeples guys on on there until you complete it unless well, you never complete it, which sometimes happens. It does happen. And then if you ever run out of meeples, Emily, um, <laughs> then you can't place anymore and score any more points. On I get those a little meeple meeples. placing happy. <laughs> that may or may not have happened, Emily, and then pulled three full uh, cloisters out, oh, which, yes, like, cloisters. The, which were the good ones. And she totally could have got yep. another... Pfft, 30 something points with it was them. the worst it was, I was the funny. worst <laughs> I, she placed her last one like on another road or something i'm like just watch you're gonna pull the cloisters out and sure enough her next three draws it was pretty funny <laughs> anywho but yeah it's a it's a pretty casual light-hearted game i would say really easy to learn um and I mean, it looks really cool on the table and mm-hmm. then every time you play it's a little different for right. the most part I, there's still some prevalent strategies i would say so that i guess that's part of my issue is that i could play the same strategy and usually win it just so it gets a little monotonous i I would say wow but overall it's a really great solid game easy to learn great family game great game to introduce to your uh you know your aunts uncles brothers sisters uh neighbors whatever it's just a it's a definitely a light solid game i would say it's still one of my favorite games i just love tile laying games and then there's a million expansions that just yeah. get, some get kind of silly but there is a bunch of expansions yeah. that you can add to it and i know we own a few expansions but it'd been so long that we just decided to play the base game but the expansions really do add some extra strategies that kind of mix up what you're used to playing so it keeps it a little more fresh i would say i th- one of the expansions i just absolutely love it makes it so much better but which one's that? I think it's the Traders and Builders. Oh, yeah. It gives yes. you the ability to take two turns. And also, I think it modifies where you can get bonus multiplier points with the farms, if I recall, some of the stuff like that. So, um, it, and then it adds more tile pieces. And the tile pieces it adds really, it fills in some of the gaps. Cause when you're playing the base games, there's some situations with those cities where they just get out of control. Right. And then you bump up against another road and, and it, then it becomes impossible to finish. And you never get your meeple back. Yeah. The base game in some of those situations only have like one or two pieces that could fit that scenario to be able to finish it. In a lot of cases, you're not going to draw it or it's already been drawn and, and placed on the board. With the expansions, they add a lot of different new shapes and abilities to finish cities i think the points go up a lot more but it feels better because you're able to finish more so i highly recommend maybe picking up an expansion too if you haven't already um it definitely adds to the game and just gives a more flair i'm pretty sure there's just like a big box there is a big box box, yeah i I would recommend that and i think the big box comes with the couple different expansions now we're coming up on the carcassonne i think it's a 35th anniversary wow yeah yeah we're coming up on the carcassonne 20th anniversary because it came out in 2001 i believe that comes out this year i think it might have got delayed because of covid19 uh but it has a really cool box actually so it comes with the new stuff comes with 
upgraded visuals, enhanced gameplay, stuff like that. So um, nice might be something to pick up if you're yeah. an avid fan, or uh, it's a little we pricey. We might have to upgrade. Yeah, for forty dollars, uh, it's a little pricey, but worth it. It's a, it's a special edition. It looks really cool, so uh, check that out. But yeah, you're right. The big 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 box. I think even on Amazon, it comes with oh, it come, I thought it only came with a few expansions. It comes with eleven expansions. Oh yeah. So it's the base game with eleven expansions, and it's only seventy one dollars. I know I say it's only, but that's eleven expansions. That's a heck of a deal if you really think about it. Yeah. Um, I believe with the expansions, it adds up to five or six players, uh, but it plays really well at two players. That's why I really like it. But uh, yeah, uh, the Traders and Builders is definitely one of my favorites that we have. So good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was definitely a blast from the past uh, game that was on our table. This one was a new one for us, and I believe it just came out in... Yep, it actually did come out in 2020. It's Pacific Rails, Inc. So this game, um, I believe, came out on a Kickstarter, and then I think it got picked up by Yellow, because the version we have is published by Yellow. And when I look at the different versions, uh, there's a version that's the Kickstarter version and then the Yellow for the publisher. I believe the Kickstarter just comes with some upgraded components... Uh, I think it comes with some nice storage and some extra upgrades, whatever. But uh, still, the base game still works really. Or the the version, the retail version, is is pretty much the same game. The idea of this game is it's set back in I believe it's the eight eighteen hundreds, late eighteen hundreds. Uh, the idea is you're trying <laughs> to build a transcontinental railroad. So the board is is a pretty good size, and half of the the board, the bottom half, is made up of square, like grids of squares, and with different different terrains. So you got water, and you got mountains, and, and so on and so forth. And so the idea is, at the beginning of the game, you start on each side of, you kind of stake your claim, and each player gets a spot on each side. And the idea is to be the first player to complete a railroad from one side to another and that can include through other players it just has to go from side to side even if it goes through other players which you almost kind of have to do and and then that kind of triggers the end of the game and then everybody uh, finishes out their turn and then you score victory points and so how this gets played out is the top section of the board are made up of these uh, buildings what are they called districts and this is a worker placement. So on your turn, you're basically taking one of your workers and putting it adjacent to one of these districts and then taking the action. And that's your turn. Um, so it's pretty simple. It goes around that way. The different districts, they allow you to gather resources. They allow you to upgrade your train. They allow you to build, uh, lay down track, hire specialists, build, your, build the actual tracks. So they come in three flavors. And that's it. And there's like this little Continental Congress area too, which is part of one of the actions where you can go to the Continental Congress and try to get resources and stuff from them. And that's essentially the game. And uh, so that's the board. And then you have your own little player board, which looks like a, uh, what is it? A train uh, engine. Yeah, a train engine. And then you'll get carriages. I, is that what they call them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> carriages that go behind Passenger the train. Passenger cars. <laughs> yeah, that come in three levels, the tier one, tier two, and tier three. And then those trains have slots for your resources, so you're limited to how many slots. Uh, your train engine have the, your railroads and your uh, telegraph lines, which you're going to be building as you build your, your train lines from city to city. 
And what those do is they give you upgrades and um, to your resource collection. So as you unveil and keep moving more buildings off of it, you then start getting more resources every take your resource um, action. So it's really definitely a engine building game. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Engine in, squared. Engine building with an engine, like a train engine. Literally building your engine. It's true. And you have worker placement, which is you're taking your action. And there's more engine building as well with those actions where you can kind of beef them up. And then you're, heck, you're laying tracks. So it's kind of a train type game. So kind of an interesting mashup of mechanics and theme mm -hmm. that I really haven't seen done yet or before playing this. Um, the gameplay itself is actually pretty easy once we got going. Right. <laughs> but it takes a while to learn. Is, I think it took us a half an hour, 40 minutes of going through the rules and learning. There it. are a lot of components. And it, yes. It looks a little overwhelming. The when start. rule book is pretty thick. <laughs> well, I mean, there's like five pages of just examples on laying track because there's there's a lot of, it's not really necessarily fiddly rules per se. It's there's just a lot of weird situations that can happen and they devote four or five pages of examples that address those situations, which is really nice. There's not much ambiguity, but there's a lot of little rules, if you will. So yeah, that's tough. This is definitely a game I would not want to teach no. again, but I would definitely love to play this game oh, again. Oh, for again. sure. I really, really liked this. Um, the reasons I really liked it is with engine building, sometimes you can get really slow burning engines where it takes you a while to get going by the end of the game. Yeah, you get up and going, and then sometimes the game ends too short or ends too long. With this game, with the engine building, it feels really good. You get going really fast. Uh, you, you, heck, on turn two or three, you could be collecting four or five gunpowder, which is one of the resources, which is really cool. You could be building multiple tracks on your second turn. It just feels really good because with the worker placement, it has a multiplier with those districts. So if you have multiple workers adjacent to the district that you're taking the action, then you multiply it by as many workers. Not to mention you can build buildings on it to upgrade it. You lift spots from your board that give you plus resources to it. So you might, I think by the end of the game, I think when you went to the coins, you created like eight coins when you went there. I got 10. Yeah, time. that's ridiculous. <laughs> when I went to the gunpowder and to get lumber, I think I got eight or nine for each of them. And then one turn I built a bunch of things and I think right before the end game, I had every slot on my train, which there's quite a few slots, just filled with railroad uh, tiles, which that's a lot. That's kind of crazy. A lot. Yeah. Uh, but it allowed me to win the game and finish off my railroad. Okay. But well, I will say <laughs> there was some confusion until close to the end of the game as to how to finish the game. And if I had known... The rules and uh -huh. the clarity uh -huh. ahead of time, I would have uh -huh. done a few di things differently. Granted, I did read it, and so you could have heard it, but I guess that okay, was like... But you were confused as well. Well, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, this is not a lightweight game. I would say it's a medium heavyweight game, but I really liked this game, actually. I was really surprised. 
Um, really, really enjoyed it. Just the engine building aspect, how fast you got up the engine building. Uh, there was a lot of strategy. If I don't know about you, Emily, on your turn, it felt as though you could do a lot of different things. Yeah. The, the kind of the world was your oyster a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you almost had to prioritize what to do first <laughs> because you want to do it all and you have right. the ability to do it all. You never feel stuck ever in this right. game, There's which I really like that. There's always something to do. Yeah, when I play other engine building games, sometimes it feels like I'm stuck and I have to do, just do this. This, you can do pretty much anything. And, mm-hmm. there, and there's really no way to get stuck in this game. And so, the co- components are pretty cool. They really are. There's these uh, cowboy hats and top hats, which the top hats are just to move on the board for Congress, the Congress area. Mm-hmm. So that's just... They're like 3D plastic. Yeah, ones. that's just kind of cool. That are a couple millimeters tall. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And there the Cowboys no, hats. I mean, like... they didn't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's and pretty cool. The the player mats with the trains, that's, that's kind of cool because you are building your train. And, and then the telegraph poles that you put out and your stations and, your, and then you move your train along the tracks. And I, th- I just think the components are really cool. Very thematic. Oh, absolutely. It just comes together really well. Mm-hmm. It It is a cool game. I, I would say the artwork's um, not bad. It's not yeah. flashy. Right. But it, it captures that American Old West feel, I would say. Right. When they were building all the railroads. Yeah. And if you walked by somebody playing this, you would stop and wonder what they were playing. Yeah. Our, our son loves it because of the, te- the telegraph <laughs> poles. <laughs> and building the train tracks yes, across. Well, I mean, he stores. loves trains, so. <laughs> uh, but a neat little game. Um, it's not really little per se, but it is a really cool game. The it box is... isn't very big, though. No, it isn't. Um, it, everything fits very, it's very snug in the box, but everything does fit. I figured out how to do it. And it plays two to four players. Uh, the box said 45 minutes, which is kind of weird because I look it up on BGG and it says 60 to 90 minutes. So oh. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I would say if we play this again, we probably could play it under an hour. Yeah, I don't think it would take us very long. Um, but a four-player game, I think, would be really fun just because yeah. there's more spaces on the board to interact with the railroads. There's more places that take up those districts, which adds some new mechanics in if you're like blocked and stuff, which really didn't happen on a two-player game. But it was a lot of fun. Really, really enjoyed this game. Uh, mm-hmm. It took us about an hour and a half to play, but we could probably get it in under an hour easily. Yeah. So. It reminded me of Architects of the West Kingdom a little bit. A little bit with that with the multipliers. Mm-hmm. I liked this one better because you can't go to prison so fast. With <laughs> I love to do that with architects. <laughs> you, yes, workers. you do, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> oh man! But this uh, one, there isn't a time when you can kick people off, but it comes around a lot less frequently. And you co- get compensated for getting. And you get off. compensated for for getting kicked off. You don't go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> You get resources in those cowboy hats, which yeah. the cowboy hats are pretty cool because you can spend them as multipliers when you go to go to a district. So that's really neat. But mm-hmm. overall, I would say there's not a tons of mechanics. It's just a lot of little rules. And again, with the worker yeah. placement, I think we've talked about this before. It's, you have to learn every single place that you put it on. Yeah, if you isolate one action space, it's really simple. Yeah. But you have... 
12 ac- or nine action spaces and, there, and they all have unique special actions. There was some symbology that I was a little confused about. But by the end of the game, it made sense. Yes, after playing, yeah. You have to get used to it. But yeah. Yeah. Fun little game. Mm-hmm. I uh, kicked Emily pretty bad. Um, one. One. Okay. Uh, but again. Pretty dramatically. <laughs> We were confused as to how the game was going to end. And if I had known ahead of it time. It would have made a difference. I would have built my rails in a different direction. It wouldn't have made that much of a difference. <laughs> I beat her by like 70 points. Anyway, it was a great game. Really enjoy it. Look forward Shh. to getting this back on the table. It is Pacific Rails Inc. Check it out. Definitely not a light game. So caution with that. But if you want some little more of an advanced challenge strategy worker placement with the railroad. Uh, definitely a game to check out. All we right, will, Emily. We will be rematching. <laughs> oh, it's on. Quite soon. It's on. <laughs> Actually, I think I picked this one up on Game Nerds on sale for a really good price. I think it was like 20 or 30 bucks. Not bad at all. All right, Emily. Brian. What's, on your, what's another <laughs> game on your table? Because I know you, there's another game you want to talk about. Oh. Well, I played The Settlers of Catan. You know, it's just called Catan now, by the way. I know, but the the version I played was called Settlers <laughs> of Catan. That's real old school. We have the old version. <laughs> I was able to play with my sisters and my brother-in-laws because we always used to play before we all had kids. And so it was it was fun to get it back out on the table. But also, I realize now that I've had... <laughs> I don't know, five years of hobby gaming since I played it. I don't even know when the last time we played it. Five years ago? I, we haven't played our copy. I don't know the last time I played Six, it. Six, seven years ago? Maybe. I, think, I don't know. Eight, it's been a real know. long time. Somewhere in there. I don't even know if we played it since we had our son. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, so after seven year, seven-ish years of not playing it, finally got back to it. And yeah, I realize there's a lot of luck involved. <laughs> <laughs> I told her you win to lose on the placement, then it's 45 to an hour of just figuring, waiting for the official results are in. Yeah. Because you win or lose by that first placement most of the time, let's be honest. It's true. Especially when you play with, how many guys, how many did you play with? There were five of us. Five of us. So you had to play with the expansion as well. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I will not name names, but some people have AAP. Definitely have. And the it literally paralysis. took 30 minutes to place our beginning settlements. Oh, my word. <laughs> Just to place the settlements. Just to place the settlements. <laughs> That sounds. Terrible. I was the last one to place, and so of course I got the worst place. That sounds absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. I would nope out of that. <laughs> I changed my mind. I'm Do, done. Don't like that. Do not like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> Did you at least come in second place, Emily? I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> actually, yeah, I think I was actually in second place. Okay, okay, okay. Dustin ended up winning. Yeah, but. yeah, that's about that's about right. Yeah. Well, so 
I'm okay with it being another seven years before I play it again. So you're okay with the selling our copies? I'm okay. So if anybody locally wants to buy our copies of all the Settlers and all the expansions, we have them. Uh, so <laughs> they've been sitting on the show for seven plus years, apparently. Anyway. Well, cool. Well, I mean, I, I don't like I don't like to bash on it because I know a lot of people like it. Well, yeah. Um, there's I mean, so it's a, many people where it's their favorite game yeah and i understand it, it's 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 a flavor of a hobby game right you're, mm-hmm. the mechanics introduce some hobby like mechanics things yeah. that you're not used to playing in in zari and risk and monopoly and stuff like that so i can understand that you get kind of a, a little taste like a little morsel <laughs> of oh hobby word. mechanics i can understand people really liking it yeah i get that and the problem is is settlers of Catan. i mean when did the original game come out okay so the original game the settlers of Catan, came out in 1995 wow so that was what 26 years ago the game i mean it's 26 years ago the complete gaming hobby has completely changed since the last yes. 26 years things are completely different this the whole industry is different there's way more games coming out than were in 1995 um it's just the whole landscape is completely different so um it's just hard to i mean it's a little unfair in some ways to compare settler Catan or Catan or whatever to today's hobby games but I, I mean i get why people like it it's just you start to play other games like space base um, space base gives you the same feeling of that roll and produce mechanic that Catan has, mm-hmm. but then is way better because it adds different mechanics and doesn't make it so miserable and luck based. I mean, it's still luck based, but you can definitely mitigate it better in in, in um, space based. So there's a lot of games that do similar things but better and add a lot new hobbies and better like theme, better artwork, better mechanic. You know what I'm getting? So yeah. Um, I mean, it's great if you like Settlers of Catan. It's, um, you know, it's great entry into the hobby as in general, but there's just so many better games out there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is what it is. It definitely has a place in the hobby and has a function for it, but um, definitely a game that's easy to grow out of over time. Yes, I would, say. I would agree. Good times. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about with that game, Emily? Or is that no? A, I'm, we hit I'm about good. It? That is enough. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm. I'm sure. Now related, is there anything about uh, love or hate with this? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's go ahead and get off of what's been on our table this week. Let's go ahead and talk about love and hate. Okay, our love and hate segment where we just hit on something. That we love and hate. Just for funsies. All right, Emily, let's go ahead and start with love. What's your your love for this week? My love is summer slash pool time. <laughs> this should not shock you. Oh, my word. <laughs> I just love the summer so much, and I love to go to the pool. It's my favorite hobby. Being outside the hobby now? <laughs> oh, how life has changed. I don't know. No, I didn't say <laughs> no, outside. I'm I said I'm, I know, I'm the pool. <laughs> I got it. I'm just giving it a hard time. All right, cool. It was, well, we went to the pool today and our son has been in swimming lessons and it's just been so fun to watch him. This is his third year in swimming lessons and he's become such a stronger swimmer. It's just been really fun. 
Yeah, he's definitely got a lot better. It's pretty cool. All right, make nice. fun of me all you want. I'm not making fun. Uh huh. I, I just swimming's not my favorite thing. I'd rather stay inside in the summer. There's there's <laughs> a reason there's air conditioning. That's okay. all I have to say. <laughs> all right, uh, love for me is uh, it's video game related. A new. Well, I guess it's not a new game per se. It's a DLC. Final Fantasy Remake, they had a little uh, DLC for Yuffie, if, if anybody cares. Um, it's really good. I, I was a little afraid that, you know, they get a little DLC and it's like, okay, whatever. It's just a cash grab or something. It's really good. Uh, they definitely put some thought and effort into it. And I'm just really excited for the the episode or chapter two or whatever they're calling it for final seven remake so and it looks gorgeous on the fun on the ps5 so really good really enjoy it if you got ps5 and final Fantasy seven remake highly highly suggest that there's not a lot of people out there yet to have a ps5 but uh yeah good times way to rub it in everyone's oh face. brother i just I'm got just really joking. lucky one day like really really lucky even cory has got one now so well yeah i think he was getting tired of me talking about how awesome these these playstation 5 games sorry but he finally got one it's good all right uh emily hate for you this week what's your hate my hate is ap what ap well, <laughs> i'm just joking that too but i'm pretty sure i've already used that <laughs> or you have i don't know anyway who hasn't my hate is when you accidentally fall asleep when you just really wanted to play a game at night but you're so tired you cannot stay awake <laughs> to play a game. i mean just totally not relatable and that's never happened to us but no, you're saying in general i'm just, just saying general. a friend of a friend told me that sometimes they plan on doing something but then accidentally fall asleep before they get it done you know when you get your pajamas on you got the comfy blanket and you're reclining totally accident falling asleep we may or may not joke around about how we could maybe possibly play board games in bed I like, I was thinking it would be a really cool invention that we you get some adjustable tray thing that goes over like yeah. your bed and you play board games and I think we could make tires rolling. I think Emily would fall asleep. You you have to make sure you don't have AP because be like is who it's, like, uh. it's your turn. <laughs> what <laughs> flips the board. Well, I guess we're done with that game. I just wish I had more energy at night to play more games. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Hashtag relatable. So my hate this week is, uh, hopefully this is relatable to some people, rule books that aren't complete or have mistakes. So <laughs> the, the Pacific Rail Inc. Uh, apparently had a second version that changed some of the things around. And so when we had questions about the cowboy hats, because I, for the life, could be life of me could not find the rule what you do with those cowboys stupid cowboy hats so i had to google bgg and then there was a second edition rule book on the website and so i picked it up and they rearranged some rules uh for the better because i remember reading through and had a line about multiplier it was like almost a throwaway line and then just moved on and you're wait wait a second that seemed important but it didn't explain it and there's one random page at the very end of the book that talks about that multipliers. And so it was just kind of weird. Uh, so they, they definitely rearranged some things and it flowed actually a lot better. So um, I get it. It was kind of an independent indie Kickstarter thing. And and I don't think everybody's the best can be a good rule book writer, I would imagine. I'm sure it's not easy to do, especially with a medium weight game. But at the same time, oh my word. 
it, it got so confusing at times and it just got bogged down. And I think the flow of the new rule book is, is much improved and better, but unfortunately our version retail, the game did not have that version of the rule book. So that's a hate for me. It's kind of a pet peeve a little bit. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, but it's no rule book ever is going to be as bad as Dice Forge. So <laughs> <laughs> setting the bar really low there, Dice Forge. But such a good game. And for how bad that rule book is, it's a really good, decent game. Anyway, see the hair there. Good times. But uh, all right. Well, that was my love and hate and our love and hate. Emily, let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk about a little board game news. Board game news. All right, Emily. So a, I just wanted to hit on some board gaming news that came out this week. I think last podcast I alluded to as one of my loves. This time of year, there's a lot of press conferences, a lot of new releases, a lot of new news as things are getting published. Uh, a lot of the big conventions are coming up this fall, and uh, that's usually when all these new board games are coming out. So one of the games that Fantasy Flight Games has been hinting on their Twitter and Facebook like every day, they had a, the picture it turns out the picture of the front of the box, they had it all blacked out and they're putting pieces of almost look like puzzle pieces. They're putting pieces in every day for the last two weeks, I think, or something like that. And so finally they revealed it. And so the name of the game, not to keep you in suspense, is called Unfathomable. So this is a game that essentially is Battlestar Galactica, one of my absolute favorite games uh but re-themed because they don't really have the they don't really have the rights to Battlestar Galactica anymore uh but it's a re-theme of Battlestar Galactica so it's supposed to be the same kind of gameplay in fact when you look at the game board and the screenshots you have the ship on the board and then there's different quadrants outside of the board um, and then you have some other spaces with dials and and cards and you have characters and there's like the you're not a human you are a human thing but the theme is like early 1900s kind of style but Arkham themed I think it's like a Arkham horror if you will so there's like sea monsters and other stuff like that so uh yeah i'll be curious to see how this plays <laughs> uh, i'm not a huge fan of like that arkham horror type theme yeah but i'm a huge fan of battlestar galactica and that game it's one of my favorite ones so we'll see it's a little expensive uh i think it's like a msrp 79 dollars uh but I'm really curious to see how this plays and how close it is to Battlestar Galactica. And if it still gives the same feeling, even though it isn't Battlestar Galactica. I don't know if that makes sense. But aren't you somebody that doesn't necessarily care about the theme? Not necessarily, but I really like Battlestar Galactica. And I, that game just encapsulates Battlestar Galactica. It's Battlestar Galactica, the board game. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the name of it, but it really is. I mean, it's true to the source material. And I think that's what gives it some of the charm when we right. play that game. So I'll be curious to see with a different theme, if it still retains the same charm and fun with the backstabbing and the intrigue and yeah. just the difficulty. So we'll see. Yeah. Because uh, it's a completely different theme. And It'll be interesting. It mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, some people are really into that horror, like Arkham horror type mm -hmm. Cthulhu. Setting. But it, it's the Titanic, though, too. Actually, it's like SS Atlantica or something like that. Oh. But yeah, it's it looks like Titanic. It's the kind of 
era with the early 1900s uh, ships and there's sea monsters or See, I was all excited because it was going to be kind of historical. Because <laughs> that Cthulhu man really, really nailed history. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but there's it still has it looks like it still has the same mechanics of skill tests and you have different characters that have different abilities and and um you're trying to repair the ship and keep it and fight bad guys and the whole thing and there's traders which I love hidden trader games. So, we'll see. I I'm just really curious to see how this plays out, but um I'm trying to I'm trying to keep my expectations and my excitement down so it's not a complete disappointment and letdown, but I yeah. guess we'll see. It does come out later this um it does come out later this year in 2021. So oh, okay. I don't think we have to wait terribly long, but we'll see. Just some some news that I thought I'd like to pass along if anybody or nobody saw it. <laughs> that was your update from the games we play. No. I'm Brian Gilbert. All I can think is Terry Matheson. I'm Tom Brokaw. <laughs> and he's like, and then he just goes on talking about all these people who died. Because <laughs> he's going on break. And so he like, yes. anyways, it does. I'm Tom Brokaw. I can't even do it as well. So Dana Carvey. Anyway, any other news you would like to share? <laughs> uh, no. Um, oh, another piece of news of a game coming out. A uh, now a uh, new game called Now or Never. So this is in the same vein as Near and Far, Above and Below. It's Ryan Lockett as the designer artist. So if you're familiar with Above and Below or Near and Far, uh, it's definitely a game to check out. So it looks like it's another game uh, set in that same fantasy universe, Now or Never. The, his games are just absolute gorgeous. The artwork, the I don't know. We have actually near and far. It's a really fun game. We've played it, and we should actually go through the campaign. Uh, really good game. Do you remember that game? Yes, I do. Yeah, it's great. So, new game coming out in twenty twenty one as well. So, another entry into oh, that series. Interesting. Oh yeah, that's all I got on news though. <laughs> I'm gonna lay down a challenge for you. Oh no, what's that? Well, I started this workout slash healthy eating challenge with my sister called 75 hard sounds like fun we're choosing to do 75 medium (laughs) 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 because (laughs) okay anyway so what if we did that for board gaming sure let's do it 75 straight days of games oh boy 75 i thought we were talking a week well what do you think 75 hard means We could talk off of offline. <laughs> She's like peer pressure me on the podcast. Make me look bad. We'll talk later. <laughs> uh, one last thing. This for is news. a discussion for By another the way, time. One last thing of news. And I think you'll be excited about this one, Emily. I'm Brian Gilbert. <laughs> I'm Tom Brock. What your gaming news. Okay. Last gaming news is a game called Trails. It is made by the same people that did parks. Ooh. So instead of going through parks, you're going through trails. trails. <laughs> like and it's coming out later trails? this year. Uh, yes, hiking trails. It, it oh. uh, has similar artwork, very yes. similar artwork. Some similar gameplay, it looks like, but there's some different, me- definitely some different mechanics and stuff going on. So it's not just hmm. parks. 
but yeah, this might be a game we have to check out because Perk's really good. Yes, it is great. Perk's it's a, a lot of fun. So uh, yet another game for us to check out. 2021, man, there's a lot of good games Get coming out in 2021. Get your book ready. <laughs> wow, we haven't bought any new games in a while. We so. haven't. We've been good. Yeah, and we have now extra space on our shelves. So, yes. Well, we might need to buy some new ones for our 75-day challenge. <laughs> Uh, we have like 75 new games on the shelf yes, that we, we haven't do. played, uh, which in fact is one of my gaming goals, but try to play all of our games. We've if we made a challenge, we might not, we might be better about not falling asleep first. Need to get some caffeine to shoot up in the evenings. Shoot up. <laughs> it's called speed. Oh my word. <laughs> Oh, brother. Anyway, cool. Well, that we'll, escalated quickly. We'll talk about next week if that actually happens or not. But I do think we need to play one uh, new games. Oh, you thought I was only meaning a week, though? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Well, again, we're talking about her because she's trying to pre-pressure me. We'll here. keep you guys posted. All right. That's the end of the news. I'm Brian Gilbert. Signing off. All right, Emily. Let's let's just go ahead and end this episode here. Um, anything else you want to hit on before you leave? All right, cool. So no, <laughs> no. I'm seriously. Anything else you want to hit on? No. Okay, cool. Well, thank you, you. everyone. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it and found a new game or something to check out. Uh, check in next week for episode 110. Chris will be back and we'll be talking about some games that we played in the last week. Until then, thank you very much. And from the games we play, I am Brian. I'm Emily Gilbert. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod and at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.